Welcome back to the New York Sports Experience episode number five. And the Super Bowl matchup is set. It's a rematch, 2020. It, and you know what that means. It sucks. Pandem- pandemic confirmed. Chiefs, Niners. You can't be, you can't Super- be blessing that stand. You can't, be, you can't be just saying that. You can't be outspoken <laughs> that to the universe. Every four years, we get a presidential election at a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. That's uh, no. This is that, the worst thing that could have happened. I think every NFL fan agrees. Every, everyone that's I, not a Niners or Chiefs fan, this is just not. This is not something you wanted to happen. I let's mean, be honest. I'm I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a very good game. I mean, I'm not like disappointed that these two teams are matched up against each other. I just think it's going to be one. I think it's going to be hilarious seeing all the Swifties in in the Super Bowl. Shout out them. It's been a long journey. <laughs> I know what it's like uh, going from week one to the Super Bowl. It's a it's a grind. But <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Other than it, it's so tough. <laughs> well, I'm at a crossroads here, Stan. I, I don't I don't know who I yes. want to win the Super Bowl because at one, you know, I really hate Taylor Swift and I don't like Chief the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. But on the other hand, if Purdy does win, he breaks Mark Sanchez's record for most wins for a quarterback in the playoffs in their first two seasons. <laughs> so. I'm kind of at a weird spot. I don't really know where I sit because the Sanchez lives on. The Sanchez <laughs> does live on. Uh, we'll recap the AFC and NFC Championship games. We will give a mini preview of the Super Bowl. Our big Super Bowl preview will be next Thursday. And Tons yeah, of picks. The New-, the New York Knicks are the hot. The New York, our New, my New York Knicks and your Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim, are the two hottest Thank teams you. in the NBA. I thought right you were going to forget about the Cavs. I, I thought you were going to forget about them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're it's gearing up for a Knicks Cavs series unless the Knicks find a way to sneak into that three seed, depending on if Embiid sits a bunch of games. What are we? Why? Why, why are we saying the Knicks? What about Cleveland? I'm a we're a half game behind you with three at hand. I just want that to be known. We've played three less games, and you have a half game on us. I mean, so let's just. I, 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 all right, I'll I'll pump the brakes, but <laughs> come on, come let on, me, give the respect. Ha- let me have this. <laughs> Let me have this. I deserve this. <laughs> Let me have it. Uh, a lot went on. It's been about two weeks since we last did an episode. A lot went on in the NBA. Embiid dropping 70. Cat dropping 68. Luka dropping 73. Devin Booker dropping, what was it, 62, 63? Just a nuts I want to say. And then talk yeah. about that Lakers-Golden yeah. State game. Yeah, that was also ridiculous. Uh, trades, a lot of trades went down. Pascal Siakam, now an Indiana Pacer. Terry Rozier, now a member of the Miami Heat, and probably the biggest surprise of them all, the Milwaukee Bucks, as a two-seed, fire Adrian Griffin, they hire Doc Rivers. This felt like insider trading at its finest, and I'll leave it at that. We'll recap all that. No hockey today. We'll talk hockey on Thursday, although some... Whack ass shit's going on. We'll, we'll get what's, we'll get into that Thursday. What, all that Thursday. What's 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 drama with uh, like? There's really there's no there. I will take these two statements to the to the grave. There's no drama like college basketball coaching drama, and there's no drama like hockey sagas. Like that. There's far not nothing more crazier than those two. 
it's it's we'll, we'll get to it Thursday. We'll touch base more on a Thursday. Yes. I don't want to get too yes. deep into it. It's it's a very and, it's it's a, it's a very big sensitive topic. So we'll yes. touch more Thursday. But and uh, speaking of uh, college basketball, I know all you uh, one month supporters are getting ready to flock your way. It's a big weekend this week. Duke North Carolina this week. Uh, Tim's going to be asking questions and I have answers. So that is how we are going to going to attack this college basketball segment. And uh, yeah, I'm very prepared for what questions Tim has. So let's dive right into it. Uh, the Start with the AFC Championship game. The Chiefs take down the Baltimore Ravens and are going to the Super oh. Bowl. Oh. Uh, I mean, what a great I mean, defensive game. What a great defensive game from both yeah. teams. You got to give them credit where credit's due. It was two excellent defenses yeah. balled out. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I had. Oh, I was riding you heavy. I, I had the whole country was pretty much behind you. Just a whole choke of a century. <laughs> choke whole, of a century. Country, it was the entire, uh, all 49 states of America against the state of Missouri and uh, the Swifties taking on, uh, that's, uh, that interception to triple coverage. There was just so many plays that you were just sitting there and thinking to yourself, what the fuck are you doing? Like the Zay Flowers taunting penalty. They have to ban taunting. Oh like, I'm not yeah, saying that's ridiculous. Ta- I'm not saying but th- that was absurd. Penalties. That was absurd. One, here's the thing: you can keep it in college because you can still you can technically have the argument of, oh, they're still amateur athletes, they're kids, whatever. Mm, the nil now it, though, nil now, but still, but still, they'll they'll have that one little glimmer of hope. But having it in the NFL in calling that penalty, like. I'm not one to be like, oh, you can't call it in a situation like that. But look at the game that we're in here. It's whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl, and you're calling a taunting. I I don't understand. I I really don't understand it. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I mean, the officiating wasn't great, but Lamar was really just he he was out was there. He didn't. That he played a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Chiefs' defense did a very good job of they weren't rushing a lot of guys. They were using a lot of three-man rushes, and if they were disguising the three-man rush, it was sort of a D-lineman kind of going into a QB spy, making sure Lamar doesn't run. But speaking of running, the fact that the Ravens didn't even go with the run game, something that they've been so good at all year. and they just What, the number one ranked on offense? Yes, number one rushing offense in all of football. And they completely abandoned it. Completely and I think, abandoned it. Uh, uh, you saw it a lot with Lamar in the backfield when he was trying to extend plays and get these, you know, large gains, twenty-five yard bombs, thirty-yard bombs. He did have space to move instead of taking those yeah, sacks and those crazy backpedaling throwaways. He, he had mm-hmm. space to get out of the pocket and move. Uh, yeah, really, just didn't show up. And he didn't show up. You can you can say that the refs did play a part in it, but the Ravens were kind of shooting themselves in the foot again with the, the Flowers whole game. taunting penalty, the Zay Flowers fumble. The Jadavion too many guys in the field. Was it? Was it? Yeah, too many men on the field. Was it Jadavion Clowney? They got the roughing the passer penalty. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Jadavion Clowney. Clowney with the roughing the passer. There was so many plays where, if you look back, like I know he's gone now, but Bill Belichick. That's why Bill Belichick always said, "Don't reach for the end zone because you never know." But I know <laughs> so many people do it now. It never happens, but of course it happened in one of the in the game with the biggest stakes of all. But Oh, that was a rough one. That was a rough one to watch. No, it hurt. It hurt because I just really don't want to see the Chiefs win again. 
Uh, I don't. It just seems like that they just have the it, it's the black it, it's it, it's the it's the satanic black magic that uh, Paulie Galtieri talks about in uh, The Sopranos, where he's anything that they do, it's just gonna go right, and that's just what's gonna happen. What did Andy Reid do? What did Andy Reid do? Like, he created yeah, a monster. Did he fucking like cure cancer or something? Because he, I mean, he cr- now here's the thing. I like to run with this narrative. I am I am happy for one person, one person on the Kansas City Chiefs, from coaching staff to ownership to players. I am very happy for Steve Spagnuolo that he has built himself up as this elite defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yes. Give him props. But every it seems Dave. like everyone under Andy Reid just becomes it's you know he- their own. Well. <sighs> I mean, look at the coaching tree back in like oh five. Harbaugh was yeah, there. But, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I don't know the the Eagles. I know we went to the Super Bowl with them, but it see like he wasn't. I don't know. It's weird. I just feel like hey, that, just give props for props are due. Give props for props are due. He flourished. I'll give credit. I'll give credit. I'll, give him the credit now. Yeah. You know what? He did a good job. The defensive coordinator. It give props for props do. He he's done a great job. Yes. Uh, this is the. I want to say. 2020, 2021. This is the fourth Super Bowl appearance for the Chiefs. Something like that. I believe the fourth Super Bowl, right? Because yeah, Mahomes has two rings. They lost to the Bucks. Yeah, this is the fourth Super Bowl appearance. Um, do you re- do you realize that Mahomes has as is tied with Peyton Manning for playoff wins? They have the same amount of playoff wins. Wins and Patrick Mahomes is like how old is he? Twenty seven. No, I know. I saw. It was yeah, it 14 and 3? And I don't want to glaze, but like, let's all be honest here. If you have the same amount of playoff wins as Peyton Manning at that at this age, Jesus Christ. I'm done hearing about him. I'm hearing it all in the broadcast. Right, I'm, know, done hearing know, know, I'm done hearing about Mahomes. I'm done hearing about Mahomes. I know. I know. I know. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the NFC Championship game. Niners take down the Lions. What was it? It was by... Three was it twenty seven, twenty four, or am I completely making that up? Not that the score is relevant. Uh, final score was thirty four, thirty one. Mm-hmm. Seemed like the Lions had this, and then uh, yeah, I was choked re- out. I, 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 was, I was really thinking that uh, there was a reality. There was a reality where the Detroit Lions were going to the Super Bowl, and just to even think about that in general is insane and speaking of the lions ben johnson is not taking the commander's job and i don't think he's taking the he's staying i believe yeah he's staying (laughs) and i feel bad but i just couldn't help but laugh his reason for uh his reason for staying he wants to win a super bowl (laughs) he does not think that the teams right now that have a head coaching job open are not going to win a Super Bowl, and I just found that. I don't blame him. Who wants to go play with the commander? Who wants to coach the commanders? I mean, I mean, I know they have new ownership, but I'm trying to find the tweet where he was talking about it. Ben Johnson. Oh yeah, the commanders and the Seahawks. Forgot the Seahawks don't even have a head coach yet. Ben Johnson informed the commanders and Seahawks today. The reason I'm told, according this is according to a Washington NFL reporter for the Washington Post, he wants to win a Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Hey, let it be known. All right. Let's talk about Dan Campbell's aggressiveness because this is this has been the hot topic for the last two days. 
I don't nah, want to say I, I want to <sighs> say something real quick. The people are so quick to flip because this has been working for them all year. I know and this is a situation. Yeah. Why 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 would he switch what they've been doing all year long? This is what got them but there. It's like when you when you talk when you talk to a baseball player, Stan, and they're in a slump, right? It's what Pete Rose always says. You don't fix, you don't switch your swing. The swing's what got you there. It's you, yeah. you adjust some things, do things different. But that's what they always do. Now, was the play call horrendous? Yeah, it wasn't a great play call. Yeah, it I was. Don't, you know, that- it was. I questioned two things though. I questioned two things. It's the third, the going for it when you were down three, and it was pre- It was a pretty manageable field goal. I know they don't have much faith in their in their kicker. Who was it? Uh, Michael Badgley. But I don't like. I know his mo was going for it, and I, I'll be honest. I was defending him. I I was defending him. I was defending that decision of going for it. But then you realize, like points are not that easy to come. I know that that's basically putting all of your faith on the offense. But points are very hard to come by, especially in the playoffs, and especially against the Niners. Especially against the Niners, too. Oh, I don't know. Listen, I, 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 I know it was a risky. Decision. It was a risky and play then, call. Well, it, they needed the, a spark. They needed. They needed to get yeah. that touchdown because you know what? Even if they did kick that field goal stand, I don't think they win this game. They don't win the game, and I think he okay. knew that too. I think so too. But then that third and goal, your play out of a tu- you cu- the play out of the tu- or no, you run on third and goal, and then you call a timeout. Uh, I don't know. And then, I don't know. If you didn't call, if you don't call the timeout, then you say you do score that touchdown on fourth and goal. You don't onside kick it. You put some faith in your defense. They kick it off. You got three timeouts to burn. If you pull up a th- put up a three and out, you're saving time. And you're giving a lot of time for your offense to go down the field and yeah. try to win that game or at least tie the game. But, but you know what? I don't we know. could talk about this all day, about Dan Campbell making these decisions. But you know what it really comes down to? They got showed out in the second half. They got outplayed the second yeah. half like crazy. They got it. I, you, what was the score going in half? What was it, 24 to 10 or something like that? 24 to 7. Yeah, 24 to 7. So they, you, can't, you can't really put it on Campbell when you look at a team that goes out in the second half and doesn't put up points till like the fourth quarter towards the end of it. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know what to think of it. Like, I don't know. It, it, like, I really, it is I'm what it like is. Kind of, it is what it is, but I, like, I'm kind of speechless. Like, there's really, like, ugh. There was a reality where they were going to the Super Bowl, and now it's gone. I thought it was their year. As soon as, like, as soon as Michigan won the national championship, I was like, oh my god, this is their year. <laughs> like, there's no, like, this is the year of Michigan. Tough pill to swallow. Believe. I can't even fathom. Tough pill to swallow. Super Bowl, what is it, 40? No, 54, 57, 50, 50 50-something. I'm not good at Roman numerals. Uh, I don't even know what it is this year. Just what are the numerals? uh, L-V-I-I-I. That is 58. 58. Jesus Christ. I just said that. 58 Super Bowls. Oh, did you say 58? I thought you said 56. Yeah, I just said, or I said 56. Oh, I said 56 before uh, that, and then I said, you said oh, it because I didn't 58? know what the numbers were. Yeah, well, I didn't know what the uh, Roman numerals were. I took Latin for like seven no, years, okay. dude. I know these. I know oh, these. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot you took Latin. That was <laughs> that was a t- that was a time. I thought you were so I thought you I thought you were like so strange for that. I'm not even kidding. Like I And I made the right decision. 13-year-old me thought very low of you. <laughs> it was the right play. 
It was the and right to play. Be honest, now you know the Roman numerals for the Super Bowl, and I don't. So who's laughing now? Um, there you go. Super Bowl 58. Thank you, Tim. FanDuel has San Francisco as one and a half point favorites. I'm not. Uh, we'll talk all the stupid props next Thursday. God, the like, Chiefs uh, are winning. Can we just get this? This no, we both know yeah, it. We both know it down at heart. Like it's, it's over. And yeah. what's I, it's so tough to what's say because tra- to what's going to happen to our little bet on opening day? Because I'll be honest, well, I was going to is... change it to I was going to change it to uh, one of us picks. We each pick a team. Whoever wins, wins. Whoever loses, has got to wear the jersey. All right, you know what? This comes down to this week. We're doing three. Three. Winner take all at best out of three. Three picks. Just like the stupid props. We'll get to it later. Yeah, on stupid props. It all has to be props. props. It all has to be props. It all has to be props. It can't be money. No, we're not doing spread. No, it can't be from the game either. It's got to be like the stupid props, like. What color yeah, is going to be the that's what I'm saying. Raid? How long is the national anthem? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, national oh, anthem. Like, what time does the game start? Yeah. Is it going to be heads or tails? All that stupid stuff. What time does the game start? <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd be pretty strict on what time the game starts. Uh, oh you never God. know. Like, what exact time? It's 521. <laughs> they won't Lock tell it you in. that. The kick- kickoff's supposed to be at 630. 635. That's my number. That's what I'm betting on. 635. Um, I'm thinking more like 708, yeah. but, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but you mentioned it before, Tim. Who are we kidding? The Chiefs are probably going to win this. Like, this is... This defense looks ridiculous. The O-line's holding up, you know, obviously other than, I forget his name, 65 is abysmal. But other than him, yeah. the, the O-line's holding up for the Chiefs. Their passing game's been great. Kelsey looks like Kelsey, he's 10 years yeah. younger. Kelsey has had it's... a resurgence. I don't Talk know about Chris Jones too. On, Man's man. taking on three three Ravens O linemen at the same time, shoving them in the backfield. It, this is a good. This is a really good Chiefs team. They're well coached. They're balanced, and they are not going to be easy to beat. I don't think the Niners will do it. The only way I think the Niners do do it, Stan, is if Christian McCaffrey rushes for like two hundred and fifty yards and has three touchdowns. The funny thing about this is with like McCaffrey. Do you know who? So you obviously know his dad played for the Broncos with yeah. like Elway and all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know who the head coach of that of that team was? Who? Mike Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Really? Wow. Yes. So now we have, yeah, McCaffrey, Shanahan. Now the Suns. So are... It's crazy. They're both losers now. Ain't that, <laughs> ain't, ain't that, ain't that wild. Ain't that wild. Ain't that uh, sweet. So, ain't that sweet. Um, all right, that's it for football. We'll obviously have our big preview next week. Let's dive right into some NBA, because right now, the New York Knicks are, and we'll talk about your Cavs, Tim, don't worry. But Dare the I New say York it, Knicks, Avalanche, Stan. Oh, boy. The New York <laughs> Knicks are one of, if not the best team in the year 2024. Ever since this OJ Ananobi trade, I, I know he's hurt with the elbow soreness or whatever. I don't know if he's playing tonight. And I know Randall's out, going to be out for a couple of weeks, but I'll be honest, that could not, have, I wouldn't say it could not have come at a better time, but his recovery process could not have come at a better time. But God, Jalen Brunson, he might be the king of New York come April, April and May. Like this is the king of New York, Stan. The king of New York. He was the king of New York last year. 
April, May, complete king of New York. Because the Yankees were fucking terrible. And the Rangers were completely invisible. And Tim, the Islanders were knocked down. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I I brought up the Rangers. I brought up the Rangers. All right. Yeah, but the Isles one hurts a lot more. All right. I could care less about the Rangers. All right. But you you don't think the Rangers thing hurt me? (laughs) Well, Stan, let me ask you this. What's the the Knicks record? What's the Knicks record since January 1st? Let me just ask you that. Okay. Uh, since January 1st, I saw it, and I'm, like, completely blanking on it. And now I have to count. Since January... Ugh. I should really have this at the, like, the top of my head. This is bad research on my part. Well, let me tell you the Cavs. Here we go. Next record since, uh, since making the trade. No, 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 no. Actually, let's, ir- let's go ir- January no, 1st. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Ironically enough... OG's first game was January 1st, 2024. The Knicks are... So that's, that does not say 11-2. and two. So that was four days ago when this article was published. Four days ago was probably... When was the game against Miami? Saturday. Or now Thursday. So 12. They're 13-2 and two since uh, the new year. Okay, well, the Cavs haven't had the, the glorious chance to play three more games just like you guys, but we're 10 and 2. We're 10 and 2. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Very nice. I'm not disregarding the Cavs. I think they're playing good ball, but I just feel like we're being set up for another Knicks Cavs series. Uh, we're a different team this year. We got George Niang. Uh, George Niang. Uh, you know, he is the uh, most winningest player since 2020. George Niang, shout out you. That's Bring that winning culture to Cleveland. That's up there with the Thaddeus Young stat. Like that, that is that's that's up there I'm with just, the Thaddeus Young. I'm just stat. saying, there's no doubt. Um, yeah, but the Knicks are playing insane basketball. I know. Well, now let's go to the Julius Randle injury, dislocated shoulder. The MRI came back fine. They're measuring his recovery in weeks, not months. That's huge. And now with the All Star break coming up. It gives him 10 days of recovery without missing any games. That's huge. Could not have come at a better time. I think he still comes back like early March. It's just that they have to win these games. But, you know, the greatest Tom Thibodeau player of all time is making his return. I don't know if you saw this, Tim. Joakim Noah? Uh, Taj Gibson is back on the Knicks for a uh, 10 day. Of course he is. Oh, of course he is. Yes. You know, I think Taj Gibson just hangs around the facility, and whenever they just need a guy to suit up in practice, they're like, hey, get him on a 10-day. Let's go. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be an assistant coach on the next next year. <laughs> like, there's no doubt in my mind. He might be the head coach in, like, three. Who knows? I, I, I couldn't even. I was like, there's no backup four round. I know Hartenstein's in a minute restriction. So here, come, here comes Taj Gibson. Up. Here comes Taj Gibson. Hopefully OG's all right. I think that he'll be okay. I think they just want to rest him back-to-back on the road. It's a big test, Dan, because Cleveland in this stretch, mind you, has been Evan Mobley-less and Darius Garland-less. They haven't had either of them. They got Mobley back last night. They took on a fully healthy Clippers team who has been the hottest team in the league since start of December. Beat them by 10. Beat Milwaukee twice in this stretch. Garland's supposed to come back on Wednesday. We got a fully healthy lineup. Our net defense goes up, I think, to top five in the league when they're healthy. This is a team that's not to be messed with. This is a different team than last year. They're, 
I don't want to say deeper because they do need a wing scorer and a wing defender. Obviously, Isaac Okoro is not going to cut it. But this is a yeah. mm, there's a special feeling in Cleveland this year, and I'm liking it. I'm really liking it. They're playing loose. They're playing fun. And it's going to be fun to see what happens when Darius Garland comes back. Because I really do think right. then it's going to be another Cleveland Cavs next matchup. It's setting up for it. It's setting up for it. But I, the Cavs should be frightened because I don't. If I don't, if I they're matching up, we're going to a game. If they're matching up, if, we're going to a game. Well, obviously, yeah. But I think that you do not want to see this next team in the playoffs. I can say that about Cleveland. You, you they're don't. getting older. Moby's twenty two. Oh, he's not twenty one anymore. He's twenty two. He's not, not twenty one anymore. <laughs> He's not 21. He's 22. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, We're an older in team. Other new, in other NBA news, uh, Pascal Siakam traded to the Indiana Pacers. Has he played a game for them yet, or is he still hurt? I believe. I know he's not... played six. Uh, yeah. Wait. Tyrese Halliburton's out. Oh no. Right. Yeah. Ty- oh yeah. Tyrese Halliburton's out. Uh, Siakam has played. Six games with the Pacers, I believe. They said what fifth He's in doing the East? All right. Uh, they are sixth in the East. Sixth. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a problem East. when Halliburton gets back. I think Halliburton might. Yeah. You have an argument to say today. top three point guard in the NBA. He's back today. Tyrese Halliburton. Is he argument arguably a top three point guard in the NBA? I don't know how we list him. <sighs> well, I mean, Brunson's got to be in that conversation. So are you right just saying now. Shea Brunson? Yeah, I'll throw Albert. I don't know because I don't think I don't think like Dane deserves to be. A, I, don't, I do not think Dane deserves no. to be a starter. So in the Neither game. do I. Absolutely. I think it not. should have been Donovan Mitchell or, or Ty, uh, Donovan Mitchell or Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Sorry, Brunson yeah. or Mitchell. Yeah. All right. Um, Pacers. They get like I don't know how like Siakam is on defense, but it gets them a name. It gets them like a back. It, it gets them a two. A, a number two guy because the Pacers yeah. didn't really have a number two guy, so. But they got what? The, Look, it sho- it sh- what's the starting five looking like in. now? What's the starting five looking uh, like right now? Because they got Miles Turner at the center, at the five. You got yeah. Siakam at the four, it, Halliburton the one. Who's the two and three? Is Buddy Heald there? I think Buddy Heald's in. I could be Buddy so Heald's wrong. Uh, yeah, what am I thinking? What no, am I he's thinking? There. Uh, so he is? Point, so yeah, he's there. So their starting five would consist of Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Aaron Neesmith, or you could put Ben Matherin in there, depending on who's hot and who isn't. Uh, I like Pascal Matherin. Siakam and Miles Turner. That's not I a bad like five. So much better. That's not a bad five. You put bad Matherin five. in there. It's just that the defense is the issue. The defense is the issue because it feels like yeah, every game at the well, Pacers they're putting up like one twenty, one thirty. So they yeah. face a team. I mean, that, Miles Turner is they, Miles Turner. They face it. They face a team that has good defense. I don't know, like Cleveland, they, like Cleveland, like New York, like I don't, I don't know, I don't like see Boston. them stick. Yeah, Boston as well. Um, other trades: Terry Rozier going to the Charlotte, Horn- not the Charlotte Hornets. He was originally on the Miami Charlotte Heat. Hornets. Now he's on the Mi- now he's on the Miami Heat. But the Heat have lost seven straight. Yeah, no, this is a uh, worrisome for them, and I, I don't yes. think Rozier makes them that much better of a team. I really don't. I think his stats no. were definitely inflated. Definitely inflated because of how bad Charlotte really is. They are a piss poor program, and Michael Jordan just ran them into the ground. So I, you know, Terry's out of there. See what he does, but he's selling the team. He's selling the team. Did, did he? I think I heard a rumor that he was selling the team. I hope so. I remember he stink. I remember. I remember he may have sold it, that. but he already wrote. He already drove it in the ground. Already drove it in the ground. Yeah. 
Um, just watching the, the Heat play on uh, Saturday against the Knicks just really gave me just like instant PTSD. I just I can't stand them. I, I just yeah. can't. And when they sneak it's in almost, as a ten seed I, and then make it to the Eastern Conference like, Finals, I'm gonna be tight. I'm gonna be tight, Stan. I'm, I'm just letting you yeah, know that this is this is what I this is what I think of the Miami Heat. It's like watching the Tampa Bay Rays play baseball. You don't know who any of these guys are. Well, I mean, I know the majority of the guys in the Miami. I know Heat what you're saying watching, the average fan, but, but from like watching them, in co- watching them in college and all that. But I, I'll be honest, I had no idea who Haywood Highsmith was until that second round series. <laughs> like, not a clue. And then he hits like five threes <laughs> in game, like against the Knicks. So I really, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Heat. They may need like an extra move to make, maybe a nice bench spot, but. I don't know. I'm not too keen on this Terry Rozier trade. And now they've lost seven straight. It it just doesn't I'm add not, really I, anything for me. It's like another. No, it doesn't. Now they're Tyler Hero. Congrats. <laughs> like, yeah, congrats. It really that that's that, that's what it is. Um, other NBA news: Joel Embiid drops seventy, seventy, and then on the same night, Cat drops sixty-two. But they um, lose. But they lose to the Charlotte Hornets. I want to say this about uh, the Minnesota Tim- Timberwolves. I do not think they make it past the second round. I, Neither I do I. That. I don't undisciplined. Think undisciplined the basketball. Round. They're undisciplined, but at the same time, it's just like they're not – I get that they're good right now and Anthony Edwards is making that second leap, but I just don't think that they have like the winning culture. Because remember, I think, An- last I think year, Anthony Edwards brings it. But I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is just an inherent winner. He just doesn't. He seems like no. a guy that it's it's like all me kind of type thing, you know? Yeah. And then there's last year with Rudy Gobert punching a guy before the playing game. Yeah. And then getting suspended yeah. for it. And look, and, and know. you un- know what? They're Here's undisciplined. A- it seemed like. It we'll go back to like they won the playing game. Pat Beverly's celebrating like it's an NBA Finals. This is oh, a that team was, that doesn't that win. Was- that well, yeah, obviously. Well, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were like bringing up a point there, but yeah, they won that playing game. What was it like two years ago with Pat Beverly standing on the on the fucking scores table? Yeah, but I'm saying like off. they. But that's their I that's their culture that, though. That's a win for them. That's what it yeah. is. It shouldn't be your culture. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, but it, it shouldn't. But for them, it, it is. just is. It is. It just is. Um, and also, I just think that the heat of them, not the heat of the moment got to them, but the moment of Carl Anthony Towns setting a potential high-scoring record really got to their heads. And then that's what just that's what just led to them losing to the Hornets after Cat dropped 62. And B dropping 70 is insane. Luka Doncic dropping 70s, 73 <laughs> is even more insane. Like, I, I feel bad for Devin Booker having two career high-scoring nights and losing. Like that's yeah. What are you gonna and do? The fact that Luca, the fact that Luca dropped seventy three against a team that draft that against a team that drafted him and traded him on draft night is also ridiculous. How could you have looked at Luca Doncic and said, "I want Trey Young"? Like that's something that just I mean, blows come my on, mind. Trey Young was electric. And go back. Yeah, let's not but, forget, Stan. Let but be honest. Let's not forget they've both gotten equally as far in the playoffs. Fair point. Fair point, but so, as of late, he is not as yeah, of late no, though. Yeah, obviously. It's, it's a what have Hawks you done stink. for me world, but yeah, the Hawks are terrible. As of late. As of late, uh, yeah. As of yes. Uh and then last NBA news, Doc Rivers named the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Look how that this turned was, out. Cavs beat him by 15. Suck on that, was, Doc. Yeah. When the Bucks match up with the Sixers, if they're the 2-3, it's literally going to be the irresistible force against the immovable object. The streak of Philly not making it past the second round against Doc Rivers in the playoffs. I'm very – if that happens, I'm tuned into every game, watching it from opening tip to the closing horn. Because they're only – be, Stan, they'll only be max be five. They'll be max it, five. Milwaukee will kill it's them. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, I think Milwaukee will kill them, yeah, but I, it's just going to be so funny. I the, the thing with Adrian Griffin was – do, do we do we believe the theory that he wanted to get rid of the Nassas? <laughs> if that's the case, because who wouldn't, first off, want to get rid of a guy who just sits on the bench? He can't play basketball. He cannot play basketball. I would rather Taj Gibson on the floor than Thanasis Antetokounmpo. I love the theory that like Giannis was just like you're out if you you're out if you want my brother out, and then just like Giannis going up to Doc and just being like, "Can you just let two more of my brothers on the roster and just have like the whole family on there?" I, yeah, so what, I they all can't shoot and turn the ball over? I also found it hilarious that CNN was the one to leak Doc Rivers uh, getting hired by the Bucks, And then no one reporting on it for the next 24 hours. CNN's and got did, it. Did, did you know that CNN had like a sports thing? I had, I had no, no idea. idea. Not a clue in the slightest. Apparently Doc Rivers is on top of their list. Uh, apparently. Um... What does this mean for the Bucks now? Do we do we see a chain? And not necessarily. I, I look to uh, speaking of the Cavs. I look to the Cavs when they fired David Blatt. They fired David Blatt. Yeah, they were good, but there wasn't really like a culture going on in Milwaukee. Ty Lue gave you that culture, and then you go on and win a championship. But does Doc Rivers give you a culture? No, because look at his <laughs> resume. What What is his culture? Losing in the first round, losing in the second round, losing in the second round, losing in the third round. Like, you know, again, he's not a winning guy. I, I understand there was a disconnect. It was clearly the locker room was uh, disassociated with the head coaching. Once that happens, there's really yeah. no rebuilding to get that. It happens in all sports. So clearly they needed to make a move. But Doc Rivers does not move me whatsoever. Whatsoever. It hasn't no. worked out anywhere for him. Not at all. Not at all. I just, I, I don't know what to think of this because it's just, and we know the whole story with like Doc Rivers giving advice to Adrian Griffin on what to do. So basically, who was running the show for the first half of the season? Was it Doc Rivers or was it Adrian Griffin? <laughs> questions to be answered. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions here, and it's just weird. It 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 skeeds me out. I I really have no idea. I really don't know. I I don't know. I, I still think that they're going to be a top three seed, obviously. But uh, of course, you've Giannis well, yeah. and Dame Lillard. Yeah. Like it, they'll figure it out. Dame. I just find it funny that like this team was a, allegedly broken after the in season tournament against Indiana. Like that's that makes no sense. To me. Like, it makes Although, no sense. Show you, that goes to show you that people want the in-season tournament more than the NBA yeah. finals, so that is more important. <laughs> I am pulling. If, if you win an in-season tournament, it, LeBron should get another championship. That's my – it should be five. He should have five. He should have five. Case, case shut. I just – I can't even – the in-season tournament broke the Milwaukee Bucks. Or for now, allegedly, but – I don't know. I just find it very funny. Uh, any other NBA news? 
that uh, we can think of here. Mm. Oh, uh, fan flew in from Germany to watch Killian Hayes play. His stat line for the oh, night: two oh, points, I was gonna, two rebounds. You stole my what I saw, you asshole! That was so and, fucking funny. Two points, two rebounds. Who the hell wants to see Killian Hayes play would, in the United drive, States? I, I would not. <laughs> I would not drive two minutes to see that motherfucker play basketball. Let alone fucking fly from Germany to watch yeah, Killian no. Hayes play basketball. If he was playing in my local park, I wouldn't go. Yeah, like, what was the one kid who, like, flew from Australia to see, uh, he flew from Tiago Splitter? To see, not Tiago Splitter. No, that, that, I forgot about that guy. But, <laughs> legend. Who was the guy? Yeah, really. Uh, who was the fucking guy? Dante Exum? Oh, it was Lame- no, it was LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball's been, like, injured for, like... Oh, he had an ankle injury, right? Yeah. yeah like, he's, he's been injured for, like, a month and a half. Or close to it. I, I don't know. But the kid flew from Australia. It's like the guy hasn't played in two months. Yeah, dude, look at the... Come on. He's not just going to magically play because you're there. <laughs> I under... Yeah. I mean, I get the reason of, you know, buying ahead. But it just made you look like an idiot. Buying ahead for Killian it, Hayes, though, was nuts. Yeah. All right. That was... Absurd. You get Pistons uh, tickets for like $2. Who's buying ahead and for Pistons tickets? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Rising Stars roster is uh, around, or not around, but yeah. But they changed it to like a three-team tournament. This was last year they changed it to, right? They changed it to like a three-team tournament. Dude, I don't I watch don't the NBA. The All-Star game sucks. Yeah, the All-Star game. Just get ready. For, I It happens once every five years that like one guy... One guy wins the dunk contest and does something that we, like, haven't seen before, and then they're like, he saved the dunk contest. It happened last year, and then year prior to that, it was Aaron Gordon. Year I'm, prior, not, and then I'm still not going to watch. A couple years before that, it was Zach Levine, and then way before that was John Wall. Um, oh, my God. I ain't going to watch. Uh, Noah Syndergaard. Yankees are among 15 teams that have gone to watch Noah Syndergaard throw a bullpen session. Their, hey. interest level is, uh, their interest level is unknown, but he was said to be throwing in the mid-90s. Incoming 70 RA. Yeah, really. I find that very hard to believe. Um, I'm locking in my college basketball bet right now. Villanova minus two. <laughs> Villanova minus two. If I don't get the graphic up in time, this is the source. Villanova minus two. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna change it. Ooh, let me take it at one and a half. I'm taking Villanova. I know I'm a Shaka guy, but I'm taking Villanova. I don't know what it is. Cam Jones is out. <laughs> Cam Jones out for Marquette. Give me. Let me just lock it in. And then Michigan State as well. Michigan State. Minus 12 and a half. Have you seen... Oh, uh, now we'll... I guess we'll jump into college basketball now, but... Tim, have you seen that the University of Michigan is just an absolute disaster in basketball? <laughs> Dude, I am not going to lie to you, Stan. I have not watched college basketball whatsoever. Okay, the, only, so, the only game but, I've, I've seen or watched was I was up at like 12 at night and Hawaii was playing some team. I just threw it on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michigan has a guy named uh, Doug McDaniel. Doug McDaniel is no doubt their best player. He's like their only source of offense. And <laughs> what happened was he was suspended for academic reasons. But this suspension is the strangest suspension I think I've ever seen in my life. 
He's only suspended for road games. He's only allowed to play home games. He's only suspended for road games. So the reasoning for that is he can focus on his studies when the team is on the road and while he's away from the team. But he can play. It's the strangest suspension I think I've ever seen in my life. I don't even know. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't know you could do that either. It's 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 Michigan. It's where the it's where the unexpected. Be, it's college basketball. It's where the unexpected becomes the ordinary. But let's dive into college basketball. So Tim, you're asking me a bunch of questions, and I have answers to them. Have at it. Have at it. Go right ahead. I'll be sure not to. I'll be sure not to yap about it. But go for it. Have at it. Have some fun. All right. Well, now I got to think of one. Oh, but like, I gave you like 40 minutes to fucking think of one. <laughs> oh, I thought of one. Uh, because I did watch an Auburn basketball game, and they did win. Yes. They're 16-4, yes. and four, they? I think. I, I don't remember who, who they? they were playing. It was a while ago. So who they, they play? like started, uh, it was like start of the year. Oh. Yeah. Uh, are they ranked in the top 15? Well, I see they're 16. What are uh, your thoughts? What are your thoughts about this team going into March? I think that they're a good team. They just need that strong win. Because I feel like they ha- they need that strong win on the road, I mean. Because I believe they've lost two in a row. They lost to Mississippi State on Saturday in Starkville, and then they lost to Alabama in Tuscaloosa. If they can get that signature road win, I think that they'll be okay. I think that they could definitely make a run. I Don't get me wrong. I love watching Auburn play basketball. Great offense. They're phenomenal at defense as well. But my one... It's just that they need that signature win on the road. They need that win. I don't know when that signature road win is going to come up. I Maybe they I have a schedule. chance. <laughs> I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Maybe they have a chance to go. I believe they play at Kentucky or let's see. At Ole Miss, they should win that game. They go at Tennessee on February 28th. They can go into Tennessee and beat them at on their home floor. Then I could really, then they could really take that next step. But right now, I think that, I think that right now, I hate to say it, they're they're a second weekend team, no doubt. But I would not be shocked if they get knocked out in the Sweet Sixteen. Damn, bold statement. Yeah, off ripped. Yeah. That's January thirtieth. Yeah. Um. Well, you look at the top twenty-five teams now. You see the big names: so UConn, yes, North Carolina, Purdue, Houston, obviously Duke, Kansas. You see two teams you haven't really seen in a while slotted in those top two spots in Tennessee and Wisconsin, especially. Well, Wisconsin, here's the thing with Wisconsin. Wisconsin has improved their offense. Last year, the big problem was they have no offense. They're great at defense. And then in the beginning of the year, there was a big worry because they were on and they couldn't win on the road. They, the big worry was this year, they go at Providence and they get wiped off the floor. Like it wasn't even a game at some point. But now this offense is very is much improved. The defense is great. Again, the theme with college basketball this year is is the home team. And if you can get a win on the road in a hostile environment, that's so big. It, it's it, it goes it really goes a long way. At Minnesota, they got a big win. I know they lost at Penn State at Ohio State. Well, well they, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. When you see yes. the big names like Duke, Kansas, you know North Carolina, Houston, Purdue, UConn, and you see teams like Tennessee and Wisconsin in there, do you put them the in te- the same? But do you put them in the same category as teams like Duke, UConn, 
North Carolina, you know, some of these bigger name schools who clearly have great, I'm not going to say much better freshman recruiting classes, but the way Jared McCann's been playing as of recent, Duke looks like a team that could be threatening. Yeah, do you put them in the same so category? Con- Duke is so confusing this year just from like watching them. It, it, watching them just stresses because you never know what you're going to get. Like last last night, they went into, they were playing at Virginia Tech. They've been horrible at Virginia Tech for all these years. And they go in, I'm like expecting, I'm expecting the worst to happen. And then they hit 12 threes, I think it was. And th- I think that this is the first time I've seen a Duke team in a while that is so consistent at three-point shooting. And it all starts with Jeremy McCain. Because, my God. Was he shooting 47%? Yeah, he can fucking shoot. Like, it's ridiculous. Tyrese Proctor has made that jump from freshman to sophomore. And also, Tyrese Proctor has had the best handles that I have seen from a Duke player since Kyrie Irving. No doubt in my mind. Bold statement. No, no doubt in my mind. There's, But just the thing with Duke is winning on the road. That's the, and they have a big test, big test on Saturday against North Carolina. I know Virgi- Virginia Tech. I know they give them hell, but it, they're not that great this year. I know they have they're returning Hunter, Hunter Couture and Sean Padula, but still, I really don't have high expectations for for uh, what do you call it for Virginia Tech. They need that big win, and to be honest, they did get it, but. You know, in college sports, where you got to root for the teams that you beat because then that win looks so much more credible. They beat Michigan State in Chicago in Chicago back in November. Michigan State has not been playing well. They beat Baylor at the Garden. Baylor's still ranked, but they're coming off a triple overtime loss at home against TCU. So there really isn't. I they need to find that consistency. I want to hope that they're really finding their stride and becoming one of the best teams in basketball. Because, Mike, if they can improve on defense, they could be a real threat. They could definitely be a real threat. I just have to see what happens on Saturday, and then I'll go from there. But You need your, an assessment. I need an assessment, yes, exactly. To your Tennessee point, Tennessee's re- the thing with Tennessee is, is their defense. They're a defensive-minded team. They bring back Sakai Ziegler. They bring back Santiago Vescovi. They bring back Josiah Jordan-James, Jonas Adu. The X factor for Tennessee is not a defensive-minded player. It's Dalton Connect. He's a transfer from Northern Colorado, and he is dropping 30 points a game. He is, in my opinion, the most pure scorer in all of Division One college basketball right now. If he is on, Tennessee has a chance, and I— I kind of said it last year with Tennessee. I was like, okay, they have a shot here. Dalton Connect gives them that shot to maybe make that Final Four. We all see it with Tennessee. and We see it with, with Purdue as well. I think that Purdue, we see Purdue, like they always get knocked out in the first, either in the round of 64 or the round of 32 by a double-digit seed. Tennessee makes it to the second weekend, but they're getting knocked out by a double-digit seed. Like, it's so weird. Just Tennessee just doesn't get that, not necessarily embarrassment, but because, you know, you make the second weekend, that's a pretty damn good job. But, but it's still kind of, you know, yeah, disappointing. It's still disappointing. Yeah, but Wisconsin's got some good guys. I They have a big game on Sunday against Purdue. It's at home. If Wisconsin can beat Purdue at home, they have a very legitimate shot at winning the Big Ten regular season title. All right, I'm getting my charger as the next question I'm listening. 
You're listening? All right. Well, this is probably my final question because it's pretty loaded. But I know it's only January 30th, and we got like two more months to go, almost like two and a half. Uh, Right now. You want my final final four, don't you? Oh, I want two. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to ask the one seeds yet. Give me your final four. Give me what your final four is going to look like. Um, UConn, definitely. I think that they, it's, they haven't left. This, I know a bunch of guys left from last year's team, Sonogo, Jordan Hawkins, Andre Jackson, but they've been able to reload completely. Donovan Klingon's getting starter minutes. He's been the most impactful player in college basketball. Alex Caravan has been the replacement of that shooting. They also added in Cam Spencer, who transferred it, transferred in from Rutgers, one of the best three-point shooting players in the country last year. UConn definitely, made, definitely in my Final Four. But they may need to drop a little bit, solely because I'm never too keen on the overall one seed making the tournament. Because you obviously, because then it'd just be chalk, or not making the tournament, making the final four. Because then it'd just be chalk. Um, my next one, I, I hate to say this, I truly hate to say this, and I could be. Are you gonna say North Carolina? I yeah, dude, Tim. It's just from like what, and I, I hate to say it. The issue with North Carolina always was their defense. Yeah, they they can score. They have the talent. How are they on defense? They've improved so much on defense, Tim. It's actually ridiculous. Like, it's scary. Like, I'm just, like, saying that... Like, are you saying they're better than Duke? (sighs) We'll see. Um, I just... I I hate to say it, but I just... Just from a... I'm speaking neutrally, because I don't want to be, like, the asshole Duke fan and be like, yeah, Duke's going all the way. But I seriously, like... I, they're good. They're really good. <laughs> it's frightening. RJ Davis. RJ <laughs> Davis. Looking like is a nightmare playing, outcome for you. Yeah. RJ Davis is playing at a level that I've never, in the four years that I've seen him play basketball, I have never seen him play at this level. That I've. It's, it's like I'm looking at a completely different player. <laughs> I, this I, this I doesn't sound like good news, Dan. It does not. It's it's not good news. It's, it's it's never good news with me in college basketball. Um, next one. Do I want to go? Am I gonna give me Kentucky? I think if you want nightmare, if you want nightmare, it's gonna sound me, like nightmare. Yeah, Kentucky in the Final Four. Kentucky's offense is insane. Uh, they've had some problems with uh with the NCAA, with, you know, the two-time transfers. They have this Croatian guy. His his nickname's Big Z. Zvonavir Ivisic. He's from uh, Croatia. He's like the seven-foot-four, seven-foot-four, seven-foot-one freshman. He's basically a Yo- he's a He's a mini Jokic from what I've seen. And they have, they have the talent. They have the explosiveness. It's just the defense. Again, the defense that worries me, but I could really see this Kentucky team going far. I I truly mean it. Are they your favorite to win right now? No, my favorite to win it right now is probably it's probably actually no. It's this team. What I'm about to say. If they with this 
with this team, if they just lock in, and it seems like they've had, because now this team has moved conferences. They go from the American to the Big 12. They face tougher competition. The hardest thing to do in college basketball, I will tell you this right now, Tim, the hardest thing to do in college basketball is win big. If you're in the Big 12, the hardest thing to do is win on the road because it is almost damn near impossible. Hellish environment. Probably can't even hear. Yeah. Can't even hear. Like, no, like it's just all defense. It, that's what's so crazy about it because all these Big 12 teams are so defensive-minded. If Houston can just lock I knew it. In, I knew you were going to say Houston. I knew it. Dude, They, ha- I think they have it all. I think they have it all right now. They have two elite guards in LJ Cry, who transferred from Baylor, and Jamal Shedd. Just their defense is just so – it's suffocating. It's almost like you can't even dribble. I I think Kelvin Sampson finally gets his ring and finally gets recognized as one of the best college basketball coaches in the country. I want to see – I almost – I want to see Houston win this. It's just a matter – they just got to lock in. Because when they started Big 12 play, I will be honest, I thought they were going to be fraught. I, I, I was ready for – yeah, this typical Houston, like, you know, they – they're going to be frauds, basically. They lose at Iowa State. They lose at TCU. Then they go at BYU. BYU is a very hostile environment. They're new <laughs> to the Big 12 as well. But BYU is good. I think BYU could definitely be an upset team. But the way that Houston played, they completely dominated them. There was like a little stretch in the second half where BYU was going to come back. But then... Houston just put their foot right back on the gas. So and then they Houston's that. your pick right now. Houston's you're, Houston's, you're locking that Houston's, in. Houston's my pick right now to win the national championship. Yes. Just right. from looking, just so. from seeing, and Jamal Shedd's just playing. Uh, uh, last night against Texas, I know against Texas, I know I bet Texas to cover, and they did. It was only by half a point, and it took overtime, but that was a heart attack. But Jamal Shedd took over every shot he was putting up went in, creating contact and. The best thing that you need in March is elite guard play, and Houston has has the elite guards and LJ Cryer and Jamal Shedd. I think that they win. I think that they win the right now. They win the national championship. All right, lock it in. You heard it here first. Uh, don't lock it in. But, uh, <laughs> obviously, I have my pick in March. Yeah, but I'm I'm loving I'm loving the Cougars. All right, real quick, moving on. What I saw, Tim, you wanna you wanna start? Oh. Uh-huh. What did I see this week? Oh, I saw a picture of Frank the Tank, actually. Shout out him. Um, yeah, he looks he lost looks a ton better. of weight. He looks so much better. So shout out him. He's been walking every day for 121 straight days. So shout out him. 122. Frank the Tank. 122. I think, shout out. I think it's 122, yes. So shout out Frank. Losing some weight. Good for him. Yeah, that was insane. Have you you saw? I, I saw yeah, yeah I saw the picture. He looks yeah, so yeah, much the, better. Yeah. The, oh, my God. Um, by what I saw is Providence against Georgetown. Just what a fucking hostile environment that was. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Ed Cooley, the former coach of Providence, uh, let's just all be honest here. He tampered and basically was talking to Georgetown during the season last year and took the Georgetown job, left Providence. He was born and raised in Providence. He's a local hero. Georgetown uh, played at Providence. It was Ed Cooley's return, and it was purely chaos. And for those who don't know, it is known within uh, the Providence community that Ed Cooley is not the most loyal person to his significant <laughs> other. 
to Jesus. which this led to to which this led to the greatest acronym sign I think I've ever seen in my life. Cooley. C is for cheats. O is for on wife, and then the other O, L, E, and Y are just completely blank. Like that. <laughs> that that was that's the greatest acronym tweet. I, I got to send it to you because it was. I've, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. Cheats on wife. Cooley. <laughs> Cheats on wife. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Providence did end up getting the win. They did not cover. That was also one of the worst Saturdays of my life. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I went 0-4. I went 0-4. I was in negative units. Uh, That's a nuts sign. I know. OG Ananobi is out, according to Tom Thibodeau. Taking on the Jazz. Um, song of the day. I haven't done one of that in a while. Song of the day. What have you been bumping to lately, Tim? Uh, oh wait, actually, no. My other what I uh, my other what I saw. Zach Ryan's doing a music video with Matthew McConaughey. Way to slip that in there. <laughs> yes, that's um. But, uh, go go ahead. Honestly, like you're never gonna guess what I've been listening to most recently. I've been listening to a lot of uh Bill Withers and Marvin Gaye. Some like old school R and B. you're you're into that. I yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise me. My song of the day is "Better Off Dead" by Bill Withers. So that's what I've been bumping a ton to. So that's what I'm gonna go with. So "Better Off Dead" by Bill Withers. Check it out. Great song. All right, uh, my song of the day, "Under the Bridge" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's a great song. It's a great song. Oh, just just think, <laughs> what a song. <laughs> I I'd love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I don't think so I've do ever I. made that. I don't think I've ever made that known. Soul to Squeeze is a great song. Soul to Squeeze, Danny California, Californication, phenomenal songs. Can't beat the peppers. All right, cannot beat the peppers. All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, X, and TikTok. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube, leave a comment on this video. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. And we will see you guys. We'll talk uh, probably NBA and hockey, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, on Thursday. Yeah, because there's really there's no football on unless we mm-hmm. want to talk Pro Bowl and how it's terrible. But yeah, I don't, need, I don't need, again, another thing I'm not going to watch. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, all right. Uh, see you guys Thursday. All right. Peace out. Peace out.